This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2. Ha ha ha. I'll bet you. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating, about restaurants, about cooking. If you're looking for a place to go for dinner tonight or for, for lunch tomorrow, or if you're looking to boil some crawfish tonight, go, or go get some already boiled for you, or if you're looking around for a great place to go to ask your fiancé for, wait a minute, is it a fiancé or a fiancé? Uh, well, if you're talking about asking someone to marry you, they're not uh-huh. your fiance until they no. say yes. Oh, I see. Okay, well, yes. uh, well, make sure that you've got the uh, get the ring ready, and you know, for for the same reasons of all the things we just put out. Anyhow, uh, we are looking that over because uh, food is the big deal in New Orleans. Uh, just within the uh, last few uh, months, there has been a, a bunch of. Uh, uh, a flow of uh, restaurants. Food. Food, yeah. Flow and of food. The, a flow of food. That's uh, perfectly put. And uh, it has addressed the needs of people who want to go out for whatever reasons. And if you have any of those reasons, call us up and we have some ideas for you. And uh, you I might. I want to get back to might... my chocolate story. I know people are Oh, the chocolate by it. story. Yeah, yeah. They're riveted by it. I knew there was something I was forgetting, so let's get back to it. And uh, I also want to throw out when you were talking about crawfish. Has yeah. anybody been to that drive-through crawfish place on the North Shore, Gosh, north no. of I-12? Just throw that out there, two six zero six three six eight, if you have. So, after I was stuck on Gear Deli for a while, yeah, we moved on to the higher class stuff. When we lived in New York for the summer of 2008, not you, Tom, the kids and I, uh, I got I got really hooked on Jacques Therese, the chocolatier, one of the original chocolatiers who became famous, and he's he's a celebrity chef basically now. Yeah. So we started ordering these pound bags of his gigantic chocolate chips, and they were not cheap; they were like twenty dollars for a bag. And they're just, they were really great. But but then I wound up in the studio with Tom once, and this woman who does the, um, I think it's called Bittersweet on magazine. She was sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was talking about right. chocolate with her, and I said I loved Ghirardelli, and she looked at me and she said, well, I said, what do you think? I think I said, what do you think that? And she goes, well, I don't eat cheap chocolate. <laughs> and I and I just was like put a pin through shh, deflated, you know. So then I realized well. now though what she meant because the the higher the cocoa the the or I should say the less the sugar content, the higher quality chocolate you get. And now I find myself your your palate adjusts, and now I find myself going for like I I bought this this hot chocolate. 
in London a few years ago, and I didn't remember where I got it from, but I remember just picking it up and saying, yeah, I haven't tried this for a while, so I put it in some milk about three or four months ago, and I thought, oh, this is kind of too much. This is kind of too much, and I realized it was 100% cocoa. There was no sugar in it. Mm. And and you know what I I drank it and I thought you know this is not bad and now when I drink anything that has a lot of like any chocolate that's got more sugar in it, it's like oh this is cheap chocolate. <laughs> so oh, I know what she means oh, anyway. For heaven's sake. Hmm. All right, I'm finished with the chocolate story. Well, I mean, there's a lot of chocolate stuff to be discussed around out there. Around me for sure. I can yeah. talk well, about chocolate all day. Yeah, there was there was uh, there was one other one that you mentioned that we just kind of zoomed past, but uh, the crawfish, uh, the drive-through well, crawfish. Uh, no, that wouldn't be it. I I don't see crawfish and 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 uh, chocolate in the same place. Oh, thank God! Who was saying? Who was you? Being... You had mentioned Toll House cookies. Earlier. Yes. Yes, you had. If you you better now, not have been reading the bag of chocolate. I don't want to no, hear. No, I'm the not bag. reading okay. the bag of chocolate. However, if you really like Toll House cookies, you should get a tattoo. Of uh, of the name Ruth Graves Wakefield, who in 1937. I will never get a tattoo. I will never get a tattoo. Not even Ruth Graves Wakefield, the the inventor. I will never get a tattoo of any sort. The inventor of Toll House Cookies. Okay. Oh. Didn't well, I say I was? Important. Didn't I say I was that kid in the in the crowd that said the emperor has new clothes? I'm I'm the kid saying I'll never get a tattoo. Go ahead. And you never did, right? I never did. And I never, never will. will. I see. Okay. We saw that one coming. Okay. So anyway, Ruth, what's her name? Tattoo? Ruth Graves Wakefield, as a matter of fact, of Whitman, yep. Massachusetts, back in 1937, was working mm. at a place called the Toll House. And uh, she slapped some chocolate and some cookies and said, what a good girl am I? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, everyone else thought that, too, because I wonder how many Toll House cookies are baked every year. So did Nestle's, as a matter of fact, said they're ours because yes. we want to buy them. And they did, and uh, there you are. You know, I knew this girl once who, um, it was probably like 40 years ago, who was from California, and she was kind of a health nut. I mean, she was, you know, a Californian. And uh, she started making these cookies, and I forgot what she was calling them. But she, uh, it, it was definitely a, a healthier product, and it was, you know, maybe made out of wheat flour or something. But Is this she, that, that lady who uh, sold these mostly in shopping malls? No, you, this is way before your time, Tom. Oh. Anyway, um, and so she wound up having enough success with them that... Uh, Toll House bought it, and I think mm. they just killed it. They killed the recipe, and they just, you know, one of those things where they buy you to get you out of the way, and mm. that's good enough, though. You know, you make a little money off of it. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. If sure you would is. like to add to our little, what is it? Uh, well, running well, consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want, really. Stream of running consciousness. We have a, a few things here on our uh, our. Uh, our dining almanac over yes. here. Yes. Oh, the oh, royal. Let's see what uh, the royal menu is. I'm into uh, all things royal. Uh, scroll up. Scroll up. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I can do see do what do the do royal do 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 menu do. is. Uh, 
Where, where, oh, where do you see this? It's way down, which oh, is way why down. I should oh, scroll okay. up. Oh, so I that see. I can see it. It is currently yeah, not yeah. on the. <laughs> that was a dumb way. <laughs> so he rolls it all the way up. I can't see anything. Okay, okay that's just blank now, Tom. Yeah. That's blank. This is fascinating, isn't it, folks? Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to stop us and bring some sort of something well, well, I mean, to the here, program. Well, I mean, there's one here, uh, edible dictionaries, and it has some things in it about chocolate. But we, I think we've we've done chocolate plenty. Enough. I've never done chocolate enough, no? but some other people might think so. So we can move on. But I'm still looking for the royal menu, which you've passed several times. Mm-hmm. I give up though. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. I do like the idea, though, of talking about that. Um, it's funny that that came up because what? the the chocolate discussion about your palate adjusting. If you eat a lot of salt and suddenly you don't eat much salt, and then you taste something that's salty, it's way it's like a shock to your that's, system. That's absolutely Remember true. Remember when Coke did um, when they switched to um, New Coke. Yeah, and then drove everybody away. That's when I started drinking iced tea, and I just never went back. I mean, Coke now is so sweet. It, it just really kind of shocks the system. So you, you definitely do have a palate adjustment when you stop whatever habit it is that you are really well entrenched in. You know, I, the funny thing about new Coke was that they they had other things besides just regular Coke. They also had diet coke and they had some flavored cokes like vanilla coke and cherry coke all those were out there uh but even after uh so many people made a ruckus over getting the original formula for coca-cola uh people would uh they would start off with all of those flavored ones and they say you see these are so much better as it turns out uh, the coca-cola people make that uh, formula for new coke and, and cherry coke and all that completely separate and the two things uh, are are not the same flavor and this is also true of coca-cola in europe that's which, what i was about to say that's probably a different palette it's a totally yeah. different uh, but there they are you know yeah. and and nobody was complaining about that being uh the the, the same kind of uh, you know that is absolutely true, and I have a suspicion about it because a couple of years ago when I was down in, um, I was back in London or outside of London, and I'm trying to think of, down by the... Riverside? <laughs> no. Um, gosh. A Brighton. I was in Brighton, and uh, I, I got some fish and chips. Oh, and, talk um, about a waste of money. Well, I know. That's what you think, but I... <laughs> I, if it's okay with you, I love fish and chips. I mean, I don't know if I really love fish and chips, but I love the idea of fish and chips, and I'm always looking for great you, fish you, and you, chips. You, you like uh, newspapers wrapping up? Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the hippest thing. Anyway, yeah, especially, so we, we get to this this place. It's called Harry Ramsden's Fish and Chips, mm-hmm. and it's been around since 1924 in Brighton uh, in England. And um, it, they have all different locations, but we walked into this walk-up, like right by the beach, and I got some tartar sauce to go with, like a carry-out version of tartar sauce, to go with the fish and chips, and it was made by Heinz. And I yeah. opened it, what is and it? it was so sweet, I couldn't even eat it. And I was wondering, does is that 
just like do they have a much sweeter palate in England and Heinz is making it specifically for the British market? I'm sure that goes on all the time. Yeah, probably so. That that makes sense. Uh, it's it's one of those one of the ingredients of uh, some of that stuff is just straight ahead sugar and uh, and well, it's a tiny bit of sugar in, I mean maybe not in ketchup, you know, but in tartar sauce you don't expect tartar sauce to be sweet. You don't even ex- expect to get mm. tartars because they, they, they there are no tartars. Oh, is that oh is it my cue to laugh? <laughs> well, I was, I was hoping, you know, that something could come out of it. But then again, yeah, they can't all be. Dense. I did, I just couldn't muster the effort on that one. That was, that wasn't even loyal wife territory. That was just. <laughs> I have. Um, I'm. I'm looking at my, uh, my map here. That well, my, uh, my calendar, about <clears throat> for you know, things that are going on right now. Uh, a few days ago, it was our daughter's birthday. And on the ninth, and uh, she had it at Shia. Have we talked about this yet? I yes, don't think we have we talked did. about okay. Shia. You well, talked I, about it in the newsletter and I knew on the that. show. Okay. And on the show. But I'm gonna keep on moving because right in the next category here, uh, you and I went to Zia, which we had not been to in quite a while. Remember that? Yep. And uh, this was, I think, later in the day of a day when everybody was leaving town, if, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, anyway, uh, we haven't been to Zia in a while. And Zia was a restaurant that we used to go to all the time, mainly because it fit our schedule. It felt fit our well, where we live and a lot of other things. But for one reason or another, we just weren't going there anymore. And it was one of our real regular places. Do you remember all of this? Me? Yeah. Yes. But then we went there, and uh, I was uh, thinking, well, what's what's here, what's here, what's here? And then I, I found like two or three things that were like a real improvement over what I remember that that lamb chop that they put on. I don't remember them being a, a, there being a lamb chop on the menu over there. Am I, I am I, I validating that? I don't. I, well, I, no, I, I'm no, just. No, I I'm, never I'm, look for I'm, lamb. Well, yeah, that's right, huh? I mean, I don't. I, I eat a lot more lamb than I ever dreamed I would eat, but yeah. I don't look for lamb. You know, it's no. not it's not something that's high up on my list of things I need to eat. Mm. I love it, and lately I've been loving it. <clears throat> You've been eating me. it just about <clears throat> constantly lately. Well, I, you know, I go in and out with that. I'm not. Uh, I, I, I'm not somebody who eats uh, lamb very often, but when it looks like a good place, that's one I'm going to go to. And and I did, and it was. Break time, 260-6368. And we will return with more of the food show in a moment at 260-6368. After first, please, this. Hello, welcome back. This is the food show, and it's coming to you on 105.3 HD2. And uh, if you don't have HD2 radio, may I recommend it to you? It doesn't cost very much. It has great sound quality, and even this, the most important thing about it, it seems to me, is that if you're driving a good ways, like to the Gulf Coast or maybe up to Baton Rouge and Lafayette or something, you won't lose your radio station because this one has got a lot of power going out of it. So it's uh, something new. It's on the cutting edge of, of radio, 
and it's HD2 radio. You can get it at a whole bunch of places. You can get it online. You can go to have your uh, the place to where they change your oil. I mean, I, I don't know if they have it, but they might. <laughs> it's worth asking. Uh, 260-6368. We talk about food around here, and we'd love to do it with you. What's going on? Where have you uh, been eating lately? We've got a lot of, a lot of action out of uh, West End, uh, not West End, excuse me, um, at uh, the Lakeshore. Lake, uh, lakes, I'm going to jump in. You're going to jump in? Yeah, I'm going to jump in earlier sometimes yeah. before you go down those black holes. Black like holes. The one, you know, like the HD radio one and huh. now. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> no. There was a great price on eggs. Yeah? <clears throat> like a really great price on eggs. I don't buy. Like today or uh Lately, last week. I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. the springtime eggs are more plentiful because, you know, animals breed more in the springtime or something. Or I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying there seems to be a lot of eggs out there right now. So the prices have gone down. And I only can, buy... Can, can I give you a quick little piece of statistic? Sure. Uh, for a long time, I used to do some uh, con- uh, some uh, some work for Winn-Dixie. And uh, what was the... the um, was the real superstore, and there was one other one. They were all in various chains, and uh, I, they, I was a consultant to them for on a, a number of different things. And uh, I got to talking to them once, and uh, and the subject of eggs came up, and I, I don't know whoever I was talking to said, "Well, here's the story on eggs. They're free." And I said, "What do you mean?" They are so cheap, they're free. You can just figure on that in the budget on any any de- recipe you want to make. Uh, you want to try to find out how much it costs you to make it. The answer is free. I don't know if that's still true, but uh, it sort of refers to what you were saying. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I um... she's not listening to me at all. So uh, I I really really can't buy eggs anymore. No unless they are not cage-free, because that just means they open the cages, they let the chickens out for two minutes, and they go back in the cages. But free-range. I, I only buy free-range well, eggs now. Eggs don't And those range, are not they, cheap. They don't range at all. They're not, they're not they're cheap. They're just sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so they're like, I don't know, 5 yeah. or $6 a, a, a dozen. But lately, I've been seeing them for ridiculous prices like well four dollars but anyway um now i just saw them at fresh market for a dollar 37 for six so uh there must be a lot of them out there so i went and stocked up on them they were two dollars or three dollars a dozen at winn dixie a couple of weeks ago and mary lee told me that so i ran over there and i got a bunch of them and now they've been sitting in the refrigerator for a while so i thought I got to do something with these eggs, and I was thinking I would make a couple of frittatas or something, but then I checked to see if you could freeze eggs. I didn't realize you could freeze eggs, like raw eggs. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, you can. I don't like what comes out of it at the end. Well, they say that it can sometimes be grainy. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I mean it. It's grainy in the mouth. Is more than. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, that's that's the impression I got it from. Uh-huh. I, I, uh huh. I. There are certain things. Where the item you're trying to save for a while 
is so cheap that it's... I don't like wasting food, though. It's not well, about yeah, cheap. Uh, it's about food. Tom doesn't realize that the omelets he'll be eating soon will come from frozen <laughs> eggs. But, but anyway... Folks, um, in case you just wondered what that was all about... Marianne makes me a nice little omelet well, almost every morning. I, every, I used to, but every I, morning I there, for a while, and I really relish it too. Yeah. And it's, but not lately for I some know, reason. Yeah, so I have Must to go back to freezing eggs or something. I have to go back to it. But so now I'm going to. They say that you can you you take the eggs out of the shell, because I was going to just go ahead and freeze the whole thing. But no, you have to take the eggs out of the shell. And then you freeze them, and then you can use them in whatever application you want. But you know what? I'm going to try and trick you and see if you can okay. even tell the difference. Because I was thinking maybe I would make quiches. Remember the quiche phase? I sure do. That was uh, so good. There was one restaurant in particular hey, that uh, made more of an impact on, on that uh, part of the market than, than anybody. It was called mm -hmm. Flamingo. Do you remember this? Happy what? Flamingo. What about Flamingo? Flamingo was a restaurant on St. Charles Avenue, uh, Terpsichore, I think, was the cross street, and uh, they their specialty was, uh, in fact, omelets. Uh, no, I'm not talking about those kind of quiches. I'm talking about remember when we made quiches kind of regularly when we used to have some of the big festivities over uh -huh, here, yeah. and and I had like. Maybe six different kind of of quiches, and I one was like a bacon and onion marmalade quiche, and one was broccoli and cheese, and yeah, that was a big big deal in the seventies eighties. Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't doing it then, but I'm know, talking neither, about neither you know, were they. I'm talking about when the kids were little and we used to have parties over here and we had these these quiches. So I'm going to go back to that with all these eggs, all right. just letting you know. All right. Hi, Greg. Hey. Greg's here. So yes. we have uh, we have a, a little place over in Biloxi that we go to on the weekends, and we found a source that um, has duck eggs, fresh backyard oh, duck yeah. eggs. He yeah. does it, yes, and they, my goodness, are they good? The dark orange yolks and fabulous texture and just beautiful eggs. And I just uh, thought I'd bring that up since you were talking about eggs. Well. Can I give you a, a, a quick little uh, reference to that? The, sure. We have, we have done th four Eat Club dinners at Brennan's on Royal Street, not, you know, the, the new Brennan's. Uh, we had four different Eat Club dinners there. All of them were in a situation where basically the, the restaurant had just opened up. And one of the things that they served us on all four of those times were duck eggs. They were doing all those Brennan's duck eggs, you know, eggs sardou and eggs uh, with crab meat and all of that. But uh, it, it it had been heard of before, and it's a great idea, of course. I have a thing about duck well, eggs. When yeah. When you're in Europe and you go there a lot, don't you notice that the, the eggs yes. are a completely yes. different color and uh, yes. texture and richness to them? Mm -hmm. Well, see, I, I, I think the opposite. I never eat them. I never eat them. For that reason. So, yes, I noticed that exactly. You know what it is? It's real. See, this is the difference. This is why when Mary Lee and I go to Europe, all we eat is bread and butter. Because all the food over there is real. <laughs> it's, it's, not, 
It's not good enough. Not eating real darlings. Yeah. (laughs) No, it tastes. It tastes like. It tastes like. It it tastes like the animal. It it tastes. But that's the whole idea. Well, maybe it is to you, but I don't like to think about eating animals. So we don't like it. We we only eat bread and butter. The butter's really good, isn't it? Do you like hamburgers? And the butter divine. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I'll have to wrap my head around that one. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna he's gonna walk away going, hmm, I, I have to think about that for a while. No, but don't you love the butter over there? The last time we were in Europe? We, yeah, the last oh, the time that we were uh, over there and we were at our buffet, which is seriously the only time we ever eat. So we have the bread and the butter and we toast up the bread and we just keep eating it because that's all we're gonna eat that day. And so the butter, though, I got a whole bunch of butter to put on my bread, and I realized that one pat of butter would go for a bunch of pieces of bread because it's so rich. And then I had all this butter, which, of course, required me to eat more bread. You know, those you got me yeah, salivating. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. The, 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 the yolks are orange, and I, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And so these duck eggs are delicious, and they, they're absolutely fantastic. And I get about a dozen a week from him, and um, it's it just a good, good, good way to, to eat a different kind of an egg. But if you, I, I almost would say, if you have to cook both of them side by side, you would have a hard time uh, after they're cooked deciding whether it was a chicken or a duck egg. I was going to ask you if you could taste the difference. If you could, t- why don't you do yeah. a taste test? Do a taste test the well, next we, time you're over there and call. That's exactly back. what we. We did, and it was very close. So a blind taste test would be tough to say, oh, this is the duck and this is the chicken. Once it's cooked, they're all the same color, so it's okay. hard to tell. All right. But, well, I was curious uh, about that. Right, now, will, what about quail eggs? Back, you know. Yeah, I'm curious well, about Well, quail that. eggs, boy, those things, they're little bitty, they're hard to peel, and they're a lot of fun to eat once they're peeled. But, uh, yeah, they that's something. You know, you were talking about freezing eggs. Now, if you froze an egg for a couple hours, then deshelled it and sliced it into four thin slices and then took those slices and put it in your frying pan, you'd have four little bitty eggs with egg yolks in it. And it, it, I, and I've seen this on YouTube. I haven't done it myself. But it looks very interesting to do. Anyway, That does another, sound interesting. I might it. try that. Yeah. I might try that. Okay. No, it, it is fun. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk fun to you soon. Fun with food. Bye. Yeah, I hope we're having fun with food. I am, yeah. Okay. Especially because you're here with me, dear. Uh, Our program, our Sappy program, will continue in just a moment after. First, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Marianne Fitzmorris is with me. She's she's the boss. And uh, we are here talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about uh, wine cocktails or whatever you know just if, or chocolates or whatever really 260-6368 is our telephone number you're always welcome on our program to talk about anything so uh, you know if you ever get that thought that there was something you wanted to you know you have bechamel sauce let's say and you didn't exactly remember how you made bechamel sauce or what it was for anyway uh, call us and we'll be very happy to help you with that and uh, tell you all about it. And in, in most cases, we'll have more than one person hold forth on it so the, that you can get a better opinion about it. Anyway, you just heard a little little 
bit of that, but we keep on doing it for the whole show. We'd love to hear from you about that or anything else at all. It doesn't have to be matched with whatever it is we're doing at the moment. Do, 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 we have Gregory. Do, 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 do. Oh, Gregory's here? Yes. Wait a minute. Let's see if he's hello, scheduled hello. to be here. Yeah. No, Gregory, he hello. Welcome. Hi, Marianne. Hello, Tom. How are you? Uh, hi there. Come on in. I envy you guys tonight. I was supposed to go to that little reception tonight at um, Vicky's. Oh, yeah? Oh, Vicky's? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't make it across the big muddy puddle tonight. Yeah. But, um, well, we'll, we'll give a report it, tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, she's a very dear friend. Uh, I've known her for, for uh, many years, and, and I uh, love that you said just about everything she touches has been a success. Yeah. And that's quite true. She's a very passionate and very lovely lady. Yes, she is, okay, and it's like a, it's a culinary magic wand. I know exactly. I like how you put that too. That's, yeah. I, I, I was I was trying to remember that that phrase, but because yeah. that 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 fits her. And I like how she mentioned that Michael Fennelly inspired the menu, so you know that can't be bad. Crying out loud. Michael just keeps orbiting. He just is like yep. this. Yeah, he's like a balloon around Vicky that just keeps orbiting. And every now and then she drags it in, you know, and, and uh, they collaborate on something. I think it's terrific. So I'm really looking forward to a report on, on what kind of dishes that she had. You'll get it because we got to fill two hours tomorrow. So it'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> what were y'all saying about eggs earlier? I thought that was interesting. I caught a little bit of that. Uh, like well, we were wondering still. whether it's possible to... to uh, freeze eggs and, and oh. uh, I would add to that one other thing and that is why would you bother yeah so basically oh. uh, there are lots of eggs out there apparently because they're really cheap right now so I went and bought four or five dozen eggs that are sitting in the refrigerator and I wanted to make a couple of frittatas and uh, and then freeze that, and so uh, or quiches or something like that. But I just have never gotten around to it. So I was thinking, okay, it's getting to where I need to do something with these eggs. So I I thought, well, what about freezing them? So you actually can freeze eggs, and um, I never knew that. yeah, I didn't know it either. And Tom said that they there's a there's a grittiness to them or just a funny texture when you use them and I'm going to use them and not tell Tom so oh, yeah, we'll see yeah. if he can see if figure can it out there you go. yeah well, so we have to do a blind I know, test um, I, um, I know that I'm not a big fan of fresh eggs that are off the farm for some reason I just don't like them they're real Maybe. that's what it is real yeah I um, I can tell the difference right away there's yeah. something that's just it's just something to me I like to buy a brand you know from the store that I like a lot and I'll just say it Eggland's best I think it's terrific I think they're always good um mm -hmm. but um I like duck eggs too and um uh, when I was in when I visited Asia almost exclusively in China to make their noodles it's always mm -hmm. they always use duck eggs to uh, make sense. their big long noodles yeah, and they use more yolk than, you know, the rest of the eggs. Like, they'll put, like, three eggs and then a dozen yolks in there. And then you watch these wow. guys make these eggs, and they got these big, long bamboo poles, and they, they slam them down and roll them out and slam them down and roll. And then they, you know, how they just they pull them and pull them and pull them and pull them. Have, have you guys ever been to Shanghai or Hong Kong or seen these noodle shops? I mean, they're really incredible. It's on my list. It's definitely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom's thinking, of course it is. <laughs> Oh, no, that's really on delicious. my list sooner rather than later. But you know, you don't have to go all the way to Shanghai if you um, if you find yourself in 
Definitely Los Angeles. I believe there's oh, yeah. one in Seattle. Din Tai Fung. Have you been to Din Tai Fung? No, but I've heard of that. But in San Diego, they had some really good noodle houses, too. I was in the Navy for a long time. Man. That's how I got to the Orient the first uh, time. But I, see. I, 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 I see. spent eight years in San Diego, and my ex-wife was from Redondo Beach, which is, you know, uh-huh. L.A. So yeah. I, right. I, I, yeah. I spent a lot of time up there. And they well, got a lot of great Asian food in there. Well, well I think that the Asian food you're talking about from when you were in the service and the Asian food now is probably a lot different. Now it's hip, and back then it was probably oh. real. Well, all I know is going to Hong Kong, uh, you know, when I was in my mid-20s as a, you know, as a young sailor, um, going to these wonderful mom-and-pop restaurants with the ducks hanging in the window, the yeah. fish in the aquarium, the live seafood everywhere, and you just point at the stuff on these menus. All the menus had pictures. And you, and here comes this huge lazy Susan with all these dishes. And, you know, you got out of there for like seven bucks a person. You know, it'd be like eight yeah, of a yeah, And yeah. it was just delicious. It was just so fresh and delicious. Fresh is the so. word. If I had to wring a chicken's neck or fish a fish out of, out of the water, I would starve. <laughs> well, the fish, I didn't mind so much. Thank God the ducks and chickens hanging in the window were already dead and cured. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. I mean, but you think fish. about it. Back in the day, that is how you had to eat. You had to do that. Sure. I mean, I and this is why I'm saying, you know, I like my food presented to me cooked. I like it to be yeah. far removed from its original source. I don't like to think about it. Right. It, right. It, it took me years to accept whole fish because I didn't like to have anything with its head still on it. Oh, but the eyes now, looking at you. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. looking at me. Right. But now I love whole fish, especially the way, you know, in in Hong Kong, how they wok fry it, they just put slits in it, put all the herbs in there, and just wok fry it, and it comes out, and the meat is so delicious. I mean, even <laughs> the skin is uh, edible, and all you got left is the spine and the head left and the tail, you know? Yeah, anyway. my daughter laughs when I say I want to go to places like this. She practically doubles over in laughter. She goes, oh, yeah, I've got a picture of you <laughs> in a place like well, that anyway. where they're doing that. Right. Uh, on You're a, having a terrific show today. I love all the callers. Everybody's had something really too. funny to say. Uh, hey, listen, it, it, um, I want a full report about uh, Vicky's new place. You Obviously, will get it, sir. Trust us. Yes. All right. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Bye. I love you, too. Guys. Thanks. Bye. Before you go Bye. away, no, uh, he's going yeah, I'm sure. he's good. I've been trying to work this in for the last half hour. You guys are so good. Anyway, uh, this is on a related note. My mother, who originally came from the the Avoyles Parish, which is way yeah. way in the middle of nowhere in in central Louisiana. Cajon. But my no, oh no, they're not. Uh, you can't call them a Cajun up there. They don't like that. Oh, uh, that's German? what my mother told right. me. Uh, anyway. Uh, she, like a lot of people uh, in Louisiana and other places, on Easter, everybody colors their boiled eggs and then they knock them one against the other. You, I'm sure you've seen that before for kids mostly. Yeah, yeah. sure. We used right. to color our eggs. Oh uh, yeah, and and then you would you would tap the eggs one against the other and see who would win. My mother always won because she used duck eggs. And for duck eggs compared with regular eggs, that's like, uh, you know, shooting a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> was she cheating, Tom? Are you well, she yeah. said nobody nobody ever accused her of that. Oh, my goodness. But then again, I have this photograph of her, and she was pretty pretty much of a looker. So maybe that was you know it. He certainly could have been. Well, 
as I said, the show's been delightful. I love you guys, and I'll keep listening. So long. Thanks, Thanks a lot Gregory. for Bye. Uh, being there. See ya. It's the food show. Six zero six three six eight. We have Stephen now. Oh, here he is too. It's a good thing because hey. we were going to ask for him, but he. Oh, oh, here he's here. Okay, all right. Oh. Hello. Come on in. We're here, Stephen. Just let Tom go okay. on. Go ahead. I'm uh, glad the George, George and Gracie thing is going along. Other people seem yeah. to have picked it up. So yeah. that's good. They were probably the best comedic team ever. So, wow. My, uh, one of my family businesses I have with my cousins, we have 180,000, can have as much as 180,000 chickens at a time. Oh, we my do goodness. not have eggs we do it just for meat uh well, wait, what I happens will, to I, the eggs don't they lay eggs what happens to the they, eggs they don't grow old enough to have eggs <gasps> oh no i don't want to hear that Stephen. anyway oh. anyway but my niece oh. in laplace she has two houses she has one with her brother and she sort of goes and takes care of my her her brother and cooks dinner there a couple of days a week so he has food she has 17 chickens in the backyard and she goes every day and lets them out lets them roam around while she's in cooking or cleaning up after him so and then at her husband's house they have like 40 chickens so there's always eggs and i'm not especially crazy about fresh eggs in comparison to what no. i buy at the grocery store i know that you know when i get eggs from her they're you know a, a couple days old uh, which is less time than it would to transfer eggs from a farm so i know hers are fresh but i don't know and do you also know that egg whites have two different parts to them and some people when they're whipping up egg whites will separate the the two parts of the white and it mm -hmm. uh, whips well, up better oh that's the, i was about to say this sounds like how you make a meringue i'm glad to More hear else. all this because obviously everyone that's calling is articulating what i said which is and i thought it was just me being me I don't like the way the food tastes if it's not been yeah. somewhat processed. This is why well, I say we like fake American food. Yeah, you don't get I that also, in Europe. Go ahead. I also find that my niece's eggs, the, um, the shell is thinner than a commercially produced oh. egg. And a lot of times I go to knock it on the edge of a plate or a bowl or something to open it up, and it falls on the floor because the shell opened up quicker than what I'm used to. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it stands to reason the more you handle something, the farther it gets away from its original source anyway. You know right. what I mean? Especially if you have hands. And, so, and yeah, eggs can last for... Uh, several months in the refrigerator. Oh, that's good to know yeah, that I won't true. worry about freezing them. Oh, you, thank you, Stephen. You can you can put eggs out, uh, you know, in your tabletop and forget about it. Okay, well that's well, good. You know, they and hold up pretty most, well. Most restaurants that are cooking breakfast eggs, eggs over easy, and yeah. and omelets or so, they normally take their eggs out early so they get to be room temperature yeah. uh -huh. before they cook them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, because well, that's they cook good to better know. and they crack better. 
All right. We so will, I'm not uh, going to worry about the eggs anymore. If, Thank if, you, Steve. If there is a lot more to be said on this, we will do it another day. It's the food show. We were talking about eggs and chicken and stuff like that. Now, if you are looking at farm eggs like that, you have to understand that, like human beings, you are what you eat. And so your diet changes as the seasons change. And that's why you get the different flavors of, uh, say, farm animals, the way they come off the farm, Mm -hmm. rather than processed animals, the way they feed them consistently, the same thing day after day. How boring. And, well, you know, that's, that's how you get the same flavor all the time. But if, you, if, if you're eating... I don't want to think about this, Animals Doug. off the farm. Well, don't name your eggs, then. I don't want to think about this. All right. So that's, that's the reason why the, the, the tastes differ all the time. I like fake American food. Fake, far away from the original animal, processed... That's well, it. You gotta watch them because they go running milder off. flavors. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, let's see. Two six zero six three six A. We have time for one more call. Do we have one? No, but we have one. We have time <laughs> for one. Nice. You know, uh, in the meantime, I have a, one of these little um, diary things here, if I may be or, uh, allowed to go through this. What well, is your show? You uh, you mentioned uh, that you had been. Uh, intrigued by the royal menu is the head yes okay. I have. Uh, today in 1965 uh, and no uh, it was 1770 uh, no um, oh I'm sorry I, you are correct I was looking at the wrong thing so uh, 1770 Louis French King Louis of uh, the f- fourth Let's see. Uh, 14th. Louis 14th. and the 14th. Louis and the 14th married Wait, is Marie. Is Louis the 14th or 16th? Which one? No, uh, no Louis 16th. 16th. Yeah. 16th. Yeah. Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette yeah. uh, was uh, married yes. uh, to, uh, to, to the Louis king the there. Louis the 16th. Uh, she was all of 14. He was an older man of 15. And uh, their time was the last gasp of the excesses of the ancient regime and uh, all of the things going on that would soon turn into the French Revolution. And it all started because they didn't order their food properly. That's, that's always been my observation anyway. That would be your observation. So, uh, you know, next time... But, but what's time, interesting about that little blurb is that that's when, after the French Revolution, that's when the chefs who were... Uh, completely dispersed by the by the burning of the you know of the burns the, no yeah. burning of the well what was it they, they stormed the Bastille but that's not the, oh, it the, was... re, the routing of the <laughs> castle let's say and uh, then they started their own restaurants and that was kind of the beginning of restaurants right that's that's exactly right yeah that but you know what there's a restaurant in Vienna from 1612 so that that predates all of that. Well, so if you happen to find yourself in Vienna, go to Zum Schwarmen Camille. You know, I had a bad case of that <laughs> Get some schnitzel. Schwarmen. <laughs> Zum Schwarmen Camille. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 1612, well, that fascinates me. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, well, I think we've somehow managed to kill an hour. We've somehow managed to kill two hours. So tonight yeah. we're off to Vicky's for the yeah. opening of the St. Anne Wine Bar. 
And that is, uh, as Tom said, um, the gateway to Ntini. Tom, that was actually funny. I don't have to fake that one. That I, was I, actually funny. I felt good about that. Yeah, I could yeah. see. Yeah. And uh, that is in the old Bure location, and I'm anxious to see how it's been Vickified, how the space has been Vickified, which means very glamorous. Why not? Anyway, tomorrow, happy anniversary to Middendorf's. It's their 85th anniversary. No kidding. That's right. Yes. That's, it's, they are celebrating a big one. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that pretty much wraps right. it up. Yeah, it always does, and you least expect it. And that's the way it goes. Well, um, have a great evening. Yeah, have a great, great meal. Yeah, yeah, we'll do all of those things. Here on 105.3 FM, HD2. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, Marianne, Marianne also wishes you uh, nice I already wished tidings. him. Oh, okay. Well, then, then, we're, then we're done. Uh, good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.